I know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios. I used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted, salted, wonderful pistachios in the cart when I was grocery shopping growing up. And I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors. And I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. The weather is getting warmer here in Boston, finally, and I'm sure wherever you are in the world, you guys experience the same thing. The second the sun comes out, the second it gets warm, everyone says goodbye to jackets and sweaters and starts wearing spring and summer fits for the rest of time. I don't care if it gets rainy. I don't care if it gets colder again. I'm in spring and summer fits because I'm standing in my power. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul this year because it just felt fitting with a new era. And obviously, I want high quality pieces, but I don't want to spend a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and now I have a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Because these are high-quality pieces, they're staying in my wardrobe. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, and they even show you on the website how much you're saving, which is awesome. Quince partners directly with top factories, cutting out the costs of the middleman and passes those savings on to us. I recently got a really, really nice linen set of like pants and a short sleeve button-up, both in white linen, which is awesome. And I know they're gonna be my staple all spring and all summer. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash goals for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goals to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash goals. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine and Caroline. Today, we're going to talk about trusting your gut and like what that gut feeling means and when to go with intuition and when to go with logic. I don't necessarily think there's one direct answer, but it's something I've been super curious about. Love versus logic, JP Sachs. I feel like that's not the first time we've brought that song up in an episode before. No. He's one of those people who has like good lyrics, relatable lyrics. I like music with with meaningful lyrics that's kind of my vibe of music doesn't even matter the genre it's like it could be country it could be pop it could be it's not usually rap <laughs> but lyrics over everything in my book but i've been curious about like what the gut feeling means because the more that i've been analyzing or i guess analyzing is funny because analyzing isn't really trusting your gut but the more that i've been thinking about my life in general and the way that i make choices the more that i'm kind of curious about what that gut feeling actually means and like what it means to have a strong intuition and when is right to be more logical in your decisions and when is right to kind of go with your gut so we want to break that down today kind of from a psychological standpoint point of what that gut feeling actually means but then also in an actionable way of like you know not everything in your life has to be taken from a psychological standpoint because we're human so also a little bit of situations where trusting our gut has gone right or wrong for us and 
where I think that leaves the question of trusting your gut versus logical reasoning. Before we get into it, let's do some highs, lows, and goals of the week. And Catherine, do you have a high? Um, my high of the week, it kind of doubles as my low of the week, was last Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday. Um, I have a class that goes from 3.30 to 5 something, and I have a couple friends in it. And normally it's like, it's a good class. It's really interesting. It's very discussion based, which is good. I don't know what was in the air last Tuesday. We were all like, nonverbal is not the word because I was talking. I just wasn't saying much. You know what (laughs) I mean? And we were texting the entire time, just like iMessage next to each other. Also with me in the group chat too. In group chats. (laughs) Yeah. Because it was just like, I don't know what was, again, what was in the air. Everything was funny. Everything was funny, and there was one point where I lost it, like, out loud. I laughed out loud, and I was so embarrassed. It was it was really loud in the room, so it was, like, fine because everyone was talking, but my friend said something and was, like, now emote, and I started laughing <laughs> on the spot, on the spot. Um, So, a low because, like, I don't think I retained a single thing from that class. Uh-huh. Um, oh, we're analyzing Fortnite as a, as a, well, Epic Games as a, firm like interesting in the industry in general so it was already like that was the vibe of the class was we were discussing fortnite and people were sending in um someone texted us in our like in our group chat you know the instagram create the memes that are literally just instagram create mode screenshots no like the pink background with white with white big text yeah sure sure sure. one of them it just says man i love fortnite and (laughs) milf correct um (laughs) It was so, it's just so funny. So that was the tone of the class, which I left being like feeling really energized because I was drained prior to the class. Um, and I feel like that was a good social time for me. So that was your high? <laughs> yeah, it was, well, it was nice <laughs> to both, I'd say. Okay. Um, my low is that my sleep score every single night, dad and I have been checking in because our dad's been traveling and I send him my sleep score in the morning and he sends me his back and we're rocking with 50s and below for couple days that's really bad yeah how do you my know is it because of the whoop mm-hmm. okay my high of the week was also on tuesday tuesday has historically historically as in the past couple months been my boxing day that's when i do a boxing class at the gym and you know typically i go with one of my friends who's a guy which is nice to like you know have have someone supportive there at boxing because it can be like somewhat of an intimidating environment you know it's a small room it feels very intimate like workout classes can already kind of feel like you're being watched a little bit but like boxing in particular it's just you know it just feels like that next level and there's not always other girls there there are actually most of the time but you don't know how to box no but i actually do now like i actually do stand corrected yeah you haven't seen me box like i'm actually i haven't been because i'm always busy when um yeah, but the boxing happens, and but we're going today, and I'm nervous because I don't know how to box, and I'm like, what yeah, are but we there's no do? class today. We're just playing around jab, by jab, ourselves. Punch, but like, on this class on Tuesday, my friend who usually goes with me couldn't go, and I was like, you know what? Like, I'm still gonna go. I can do it by myself. Usually, they overbook the class, and so you have to share a bag with two people. <gasps> yeah, well, not overbook, but like they allocate. Other? No, so you have to kind of alternate using the bag. So like, if oh. you have a sequence, you kind of work it out like how you're gonna split it up. Which is, like, it's, you know, it works. It makes sense. More people can be in the class. But, like, it's hard to fully get in the zone when you're, like, conscious of sharing the bag with another person and you're going back and forth a bit. This time, for whatever reason, it was not overbooked. I had a bag to myself. This was the first time 
that that's happened that, like I've had a heavy bag to myself and I've just gotten to like throw the punches and throw the combos and we also had a sub for a teacher and this guy was super sick he was so funny I think he, he said he was like 31 or something but he said that he he was like I was raised by my uncles they would wake me up before school every day growing up I ran five miles every morning what? growing up like he was like a he was like badass like super disciplined oh sort of dude but he was also super nice but he was a uh, he was very technical in boxing whereas the other classes have been a bit more like focused on the workout not necessarily technique and this he definitely was like giving pointers on technique and stuff and so to have a bag to myself get some technique pointers and he was like super complimentary of everyone and super supportive and it was just like it was just fun like I tapped in I felt good like mm. those hooks I was throwing okay. it was echoing in the room <sighs> they were they were hard so that was probably my high of the week that you know I really I wasn't sure if I was gonna go because I didn't necessarily want to go alone and that ended up being like totally great my low of the week, everything happened on Tuesday. My low of the week was that I have an 8 a.m. class on Tuesday and my professor canceled it, but the announcement didn't go out to everyone. And so I showed up at 8 a.m. on Tuesday when, in fact, I could have slept in. And so that was just a bit disappointing. But next week is spring break and I'm not really going anywhere. And so my goal is to just like catch up on everything that I want to do. Like, I'm actually very excited to have just a week to myself. As much as I wanted to take a trip, nothing seemed to be like coming together that easily or there was nothing that I was super excited about so I was like you know what it's probably better that I just take some time catch up on sleep catch up on some creative work that I want to do catch up on school a bit you know go home and hang out with my mom for a few days if I want to and so I'm actually very excited for like the refresh on rest and work and getting some creative juices flowing again as well so that's my goal for the week um I have a new high of the week and it's that I went to a bar class Net yesterday uh-huh. I knew that I was gonna have a day and that the only time that I had was in the morning and I needed to get myself there but I also knew I was not gonna have energy to like do an actual workout so I did a workout class which I'm not a fan of um but I am a fan of it because had I gone to the gym for an hour I would have just walked around and like mm. done maybe one bicep curl and called it quits yeah. so I got more out of it making myself go to that class did you enjoy it at least no I'm, no but that's your not high not particularly <laughs> my high was that I got myself there yeah okay that's good um and I did it but that's awesome I did not like it but I was like it's different you know some sometimes it doesn't hit yeah What's and then goal, my then? goal of the week is to um well I'm gonna see my friends so I'm going to and Catherine's going to California, going to California LA. LA, and San Diego. And so, going to be social. But I also have so much work to do, so I'm going to I have to try and figure out how I'm going to do everything. You can pop some work in, in pockets. I'm sure you can find like, yeah, cute oh, coffee sure. shops in San Diego, too, that you can just go and sit down in and actually enjoy your time. I'm only going to be in San Diego for a couple days, so we may. Okay, maybe like, in LA. Hot girl walk. Oh, I'm excited to hot girl walk. Hayden, if you're Ooh, listening, I know you're listening. A spring listens, hot girl but... walk in California with the sun is actually, that mm-hmm. sounds super appealing. Mm-hmm. That sounds so nice right on the coast. Like, get ready. I am jealous of that. I, I can picture it so vividly. I feel so happy anytime we're in Hermosa Beach in California and I'm walking by myself with some music in on the boardwalk. That's actually like one of the best feelings. I'm, I'm quite jealous that you're going to experience that. But at the end of the day, like I just didn't feel like it was the right move for me. So I'm going to trust my gut with this one. Intuition, trusting your gut. <laughs> trusting your gut. This is funny because I told in Catherine, I was like, I really want to do an episode breaking down intuition. And she texted me back and she's like, yeah, I feel like I have a really strong intuition. Like my gut told me that I needed to order three cappuccinos today at no, Tate no, 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 while no, no, I was no, no. studying. No, no, no. It said, 
I would order three because here's the thing. And I do have a really, really, really strong intuition and I do this, <laughs> but with it's most describable with the little things like that. You know, had I had, so I was like on my second cappuccino or, and I, you know, I was there, I was there forever. And I was like, I'm just going to stick it out and not get one. Like, sue me. I'm going to save the five bucks because $15 total on like coffee. coffee after coffee after coffee. Right. Um, maybe not for me, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm not going to get one. Like I'm going to make this decision. And I just felt it deep inside me that like I was going to get a third. <laughs> <laughs> that almost, okay. No, I, I know what you mean. But I it, know sounds what you mean. it sounds stupid. It sounds stupid. Had I not, had I not gotten one. It would have felt wrong. I would have felt wrong. I would have felt off. I would have felt uneasy. It would have felt like queasy. <laughs> you would have felt it because deep in your gut that this. it was wrong. Remember when I canceled on G? Like we talked. This is my low of the week a while ago. One Friday we had plans with our friend for like a couple yeah. weeks, and I canceled a couple hours before. Um, I just knew the entire day. I had a gut feeling that I was gonna cancel. <laughs> <laughs> when you have a gut feeling that you're gonna cancel social, plans, no, but that's I like said everyone. I said... That's like everyone in every social setting is like low key. I want to cancel. A gut feeling but that that was the best decision to me. Yeah for me yeah so yeah well it's funny because I do think that sue me you know like I think that anytime you have to make a decision and we've talked about different elements of decision making like decision fatigue and choice overload and all of these things when we try to overthink situations and it's kind of silly because deep down I think you always know the answer even if you're like trying to argue with it and even if you're trying to overthink something or you're trying to overcomplicate something it's kind of like if you talk about choice overload like if you go to an ice cream shop and there's only vanilla chocolate or twist you're gonna know like immediately what you want between those flavors but if you go somewhere where there's a hundred different flavors posted suddenly you're gonna start feeling like you don't know what decision to make and you're gonna have like FOMO no matter what decision you make because there's always an alternative and you don't know what you're missing because it's not as simple as, you know, just vanilla or chocolate or twist. But I think that goes with anything in life a little bit. The more that you start adding all of these other alternatives and the more that you start overcomplicating it, the more that it is going to seem like there is never a right answer and that there's all these alternatives and that almost everything is wrong. And no matter what decision you go with, there's going to be some FOMO or some regret or some overthinking because you've created all these other choices whereas I think a lot of the time we know immediately what the first choice is and we try to overcomplicate our decisions and we make them right more complicated That's than they I have mean to be but you, you kind of know immediately yeah so trusting your gut means relying on that intuition and your natural instinct when you're making a decision rather than overanalyzing it or rather than solely relying on logical reasoning you know sometimes our subconscious minds pick up on cues and have this information backed up that our conscious minds might overlook or like undervalue when we're trying to make a decision in the moment and so sometimes that means that you have this instinctual response that just feels right even if you can't immediately rationalize why which that can also be confusing in and of itself because sometimes you feel like something is the way to go and it's just like you know and you literally can like feel it physically in your gut sometimes but logically, you don't necessarily understand why, because on paper, that might not seem like the logical choice. But for whatever reason, like in your gut and in your subconscious mind, that feels like the right way to go. And so sometimes that causes this internal conflict of like, do I trust this feeling, even though I'm not sure exactly why I'm feeling it? Or do I try to logic this situation? 
and add all of these other alternatives and add all this decision criteria that wouldn't necessarily exist if I just went with the intuition. Because when you go with intuition, it's not like you're going through a distinct decision-making process of like, what's all my decision criteria? What are all my alternative? What are all my alternatives? What checks the box? Like you just kind of go with this subconscious feeling of what's right, which can be a bit scary sometimes when there isn't the justification to support it other than it feels right to you. Other than the vibe other than the vibes but and Catherine and I do say a lot that our best decisions and our best life paths have come from rolling with the vibes rather than I don't know if that sentence has ever come out of my mouth (laughs) (laughs) okay maybe not in those direct words but we do say a lot or I say like if somebody asked me where do you want to be in five years or something like I do not know I don't want to give you a definitive answer of that because I think that I care more about what my life feels like and the vibe of it rather than telling you that this is exactly where I have to be in five years and this is exactly the checked boxes that I have to have in my life because that's not actually how life works. Like that denotes the feeling of life and the natural evolution of life and the fact that like you don't know what opportunities or what challenges are going to come your way. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes making the most logical choice actually isn't the most logical choice because it doesn't take into consideration like the fact of being human you know what I mean I think a part of this whole concept too is not trying to push things that don't fit so it's not like it's not necessarily about being presented with choices and like choosing the right one but it's also knowing when to like stop doing something or go in a different direction and so I think your intuition is also important in trusting the like natural evolution of your life and following that rather than like trying to force something in a different direction because maybe logically it makes more sense than what's happening or you know choices that are being made for you for whatever reason um and that could be like a career path or you know friends or whatever it is Mm -hmm. um those are kind of higher higher ticket items but Short term, if it's if your day goes differently and you have to move things around and you want to like fight for a different organization of your day and it feels really tiresome and draining and like not worth it almost, then your intuition in that sense would be understanding that like it feels not worth it to push to keep something on my schedule or to keep something at this time when I could move it and be and be flexible and understanding your intuition and trusting that rather than like your head and what you selfishly want for things can be really important and helpful too Mm. so we describe that intuition as like this gut feeling but it's hard to know why that's happening and why we feel that way and if it should actually be trusted or if there's any truth to it but psychologically we know that there's a huge connection between the brain and the body and also between the brain and the gut like the mind gut connection is so huge and I know that I feel that so much for myself like I don't know if anybody else is the same way but like you know as someone with a very sensitive stomach I feel like I feel everything in my gut like in Catherine well okay maybe that's a stretch but like you know like if I'm feeling anything I describe myself as feeling nauseous like all the time like if I'm stressed about something if I'm like worried about something if I'm just like having a bad mental thing like I feel nauseous like I feel Mm -hmm. it in my stomach and then vice versa like if I eat something that upsets my stomach like it'll make me anxious as well like I just I have a very strong mind gut connection and there's definitely there's science behind that too because I've looked into that because I feel it so much but 
our brains and our bodies and all of these systems inside of us are connected like they're not separate entities Mm -hmm. so it makes sense that you feel something as like a gut feeling or you feel something like in your body and not just in your mind and it makes sense that it is actually linked to your mind and psychologically so I looked into a little bit about why that happened so a few things in play here are one subconscious processing so you know, our brains are constantly processing information and a lot of it is outside of our conscious awareness. And a lot of it is not like, I am doing this and I am learning this and I want to retain this information. A lot of it is, you know, patterns that we subconsciously recognize, memories that kind of sit in the back of our mind, cues that we pick up from our environment. And when this subconscious processing detects something significant, it can manifest as a gut feeling because it's picking up on that pattern. It's subconsciously thinking about a memory and something that happened before. It's picking up on one of these cues from your environment that it recognizes as having happened before or that it sees an outcome with and is trying to tell you something. And so that gut feeling can signal you to pay attention to something, to act in a certain way, even if you're not not consciously aware of the underlying information that's leading you to that. A lot of the time there is information there. It's just subconscious. It's just a little bit underneath the surface. Similarly, your emotional memory plays a big role in this. You know, gut feelings are often linked to emotional memories. That's why it feels so distinct and there's a connection between feeling it physically and having an emotion around it. The brain's limbic system, which processes emotions, that associates certain emotions and certain stimuli with past experiences, with emotions that you've had. And so if a current situation is subconsciously matching a past experience, that's going to trigger a gut feeling and an intuitive response, which is going to guide your decisions based on emotional learning and like emotionally what you've experienced in the past. Maybe because it's trying to get you to avoid a negative emotion. If it feels like something is triggering an event or an emotion that's been negative for you in the past, or it's just leading you in one way or another based on that emotional memory. We also have mental shortcuts. So heuristics that our brains use to make quick judgments and decisions. This is funny because I'm like learning about heuristics a lot in an organizational behavior class I'm taking right now because it's very connected to biases um, and things like that when you're talking about like people and how people work together. Like we have these mental shortcuts and these judgments and these biases that are in our brains and they're hard to override and our brain uses them because they're efficient right when we have these shortcuts they help us make quick decisions but they're not always fully rational or logical Mm -hmm. and so this is one way that a gut feeling can sometimes not be totally the right move because if it's coming uh if it's like a heuristic coming out to play and it's just like a quick snap judgment it's based on a bias it's based on something but it's not taking into account like the full situation it's maybe not being that rational That's going to be guiding you based on some simplified rules or some patterns that are from past experiences, and it might not be taking into account the full situation in the moment. So that is one mental thing where I think trusting your gut, you know, you could put a negative spin on it. Otherwise, I think we've talked very positively about trusting your gut because there's these Mm -hmm. underlying emotions and patterns and stuff that this gut feeling is trying to lead you toward or away from something. But we also want to be aware that you know, it could be these mental shortcuts that aren't taking into account the full picture and you want to make sure that you're not, you know, passing judgment or creating biases or even taking past traumas and past experiences and projecting them onto a new situation. Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages, maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. 
When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Caroline and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before your period where you just want to crawl out of your skin, not able to keep up a routine or maintain healthy habits. Because personally, I just lose all steam. I feel down or just super off and that's why happy mammoth has been so helpful these past few months happy mammoth the company that created hormone harmony is dedicated to making women's lives easier and that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women they make no compromise when it comes to quality and it truly shows. Happy Mammoth has what you need for gut health, hormone balancing, detoxification, anti-aging, beauty, mood, clarity, sleep, and even a really comprehensive quiz that will make sure you know what products are right for you. So check out what Happy Mammoth has for you and see what you might want to try. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code GOALS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code GOALS for 15% off today. When it's not the actual situation. Yeah, that can... Because you're almost, like, it's kind of a safety thing mm-hmm. of, like, I'm going to assume that this situation or make this situation similar to something in the past. So then when you react in the same way, when your first instinct is to react in the same way, then the situation at hand may not actually be, yeah, you know, what you think it is. And it may not be bad necessarily. I think this mostly comes out to play when things are bad or painted to be bad. And then you can be left, you know, your first instinct is to react in the same way because you know how to react and you know how it went. It's kind of like a safety thing because you've already done it. So, you know, regardless of if it's bad, you're good with it because you know you've already done it before. So you can turn good or neutral situations into bad situations because your first instinct is to act in that way. Mm. Like, have you ever been on the other side of that with somebody where maybe like you don't understand the logic of somebody's decision or you don't understand the decision like I almost feel like we get frustrated with our mom sometimes if we feel like she's like holding her back holding herself back from doing something because it almost seems like irrational sometimes the decision somebody might be making based on some like really past experience or some really past thought or idea that they just can't like get past enough to see the situation for what it is Mm -hmm. that can be kind of frustrating to be on the other side of as well when mm-hmm. somebody has these because in mental shortcuts in their mind like, you can't argue or try and rationalize it like you said because neither party is understanding or has rational thoughts yeah leading up to it yeah the final thing that i came across when looking into why we kind of have these gut feelings and why we might have really strong intuitions is also there's an element of like 
evolutionary adaptation you know from an evolutionary perspective where did you get your degree (laughs) google i did some you know i did some research i was curious about this um but like you know if you think about humans and how we've adapted and you know the animalistic side of things instinctive reactions to danger or to opportunity are kind of embedded within us because you know at a certain point in the world and even at certain points now but you know not as often but in high risk scenarios like having strong instincts can be like life or death mm-hmm. in some situations so like you know if you if you take humans deep down as like ancestral and where we came from but also some high risk situations now like we need to have intuition because you don't have time to logic every decision sometimes. Right. I think that's like driving. Mom and I had this conversation because, oh my God, yeah. they saw a heinous accident, which is so bad. Um, And so we talk about driving a lot because every time my mom's driving and sees an accident, she's like, by the way, we could be in a different country. And she goes, by the way, there was a really bad accident on a 995, like be safe. I'm like, I'm not operating a car right now. I'm not on <laughs> I-95. Like, um, thanks so. So, and every time I'm driving, I'm like, and something happens, you know, if someone like goes to cut you off or something, you react and like swerve or do something before you even have time to think. It just like, it, your body just does things like that. And I always think it's really cool when that happens because like, you know, before you even know. Yeah to do things yeah. to keep you safe and or to... you, sometimes you see tiktok videos of like you know a kid is falling or slipping and like you see a parent just mm-hmm. like instinctually grab them and stuff and so you, there are things that you don't think about and you just have these like actions and thoughts and stuff and a lot of the time those can be for good but when it comes to the negative side like you want to make sure that you're not taking shortcuts without actually thinking through what the situation is at hand and not kind of taking the easy way out shortcut mm-hmm. so Two big ways that, or I guess two big categories of trusting your gut that I see are trusting your gut with people and trusting your gut with life choices. Because I think, you know, those are two really big buckets of life where we, one, have big decisions to make sometimes, but also two, I think, have really strong intuition about, sometimes in an unexplainable way. Sometimes you have really strong intuition about people And it's almost, like, hard to explain. Like, you might not even have had a conversation with somebody. You might not know them very well at all. But, like, sometimes just picking up the energy of a person, like, you can tell whether you like them, whether you don't like them, whether you think they're a good person and they're welcoming, or whether you think they're schemey or closed off or negative. Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't take much, I think, humanly, when meeting a person to have a gut feeling. What's that that book? Spark? nope snap nope blink blink malcolm gladwell blink. yeah explain that i haven't read that in a very long time <laughs> neither have i but like it's just about snap judgments and how oh. people like make i think so if i'm wrong correct me someone um but like before you even and i think the point of the book is that it's not a, necessarily a good thing that people do that but i think you also get a vibe you know when you meet someone you're like mm, not into it and then other people are like what what and then like yeah. a year later everyone's like you're right so some intuition in that sense the other thing Karen brought up was like jobs and bigger decisions like 
if you get a job offer and it maybe on paper is like really good, but you just for some reason feel like you shouldn't take it or don't want to take it, that's a massive sign. I don't, there's no rationale. There's no reasoning. It's kind of hard to explain these scenarios because there's literally no explanation to the vibe of intuition. Mm -hmm. But I do think it's interesting that that occurs and often like, again, who knows if it's the right or wrong choice. We don't have all the information on every single scenario, but in that situation, if you were to take that job that you had a really bad vibe about even because the offer was good, you would probably go to that job and be uncomfortable and easy like about that decision. And maybe it'll wear off or and maybe it won't, but it's just interesting how stuff plays out when you have a feeling that feeling stays with you when you go in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to go back to people and how you said that sometimes you feel something, other people don't necessarily see it, and then it can kind of be a common scenario where, like, you know, a year down the line, people come back and they're like, yeah, you were right, like, you knew from the start. That, I mean, I've been on the other side of that sometimes where somebody has thought a certain thing about somebody, felt a certain way, and I haven't really seen it, and then later on it really comes out. We talk about energy givers and energy takers and how that can be people as well how you can feel sometimes that being around certain people really energizes you and just feels so light and fun and happy in a sense and how being around other people can sometimes feel more draining and more like work and more like a force you can tell immediately when you click somebody and I think that that is the real sign is like does this feel like an energy giver or an energy drainer right when you meet somebody and I just don't think that that changes unless of course like you know, people go through growth and people change and then you meet at different periods of your life. But I don't think that like day to day that's going to change very much or day to day that should change very much because I think that like where you are at in life and who you are versus where somebody else is at in life and where they are, like either it clicks in like an energy creating, light, fun, happy way or it just feels like draining and feels like work. Even if you respect the person, even if you like the person, I think that you feel that in your gut and you feel that in your energy, whether somebody is energizing you or whether they're draining you I also think that you can have a pretty strong intuition about somebody's character right away you know sometimes I have a gut feeling that somebody has a bit of a shady side or that they can't 100% be trusted or there's just something that feels off about it but maybe it's not that prevalent and maybe there are like other good qualities or you know they're super popular or they're just somebody that you want to be around for whatever reason and so maybe I ignore it, it always comes back. (laughs) It always comes back, right? Like, I don't think that there's ever been a situation where you felt something like that or felt like something is off, something is imbalanced, and you've, like, pushed through and you've ignored that and it's fixed itself. It never has. It almost always just, like, gets worse or it comes to a head and then you're like, damn, why did I put the effort into that and why did I put the care into that when like I knew that something was wrong the whole time and I just kind of overlooked it and then it only ended up hurting me trust is a good point there but when you trust people and you're like oh I don't trust this person so there's one aspect that we've talked about is the like trusting your choices and intuition in that sense but the other thing I think when it's applied to people in the amount that you trust people and what you trust them with is so telling because that is just intuition Mm -hmm. you know and of course trust is built up over time but there is a certain level of like immediate sense and some people have limits to how much you can trust them just because it's how people click um someone that's super trustworthy to someone is gonna be not super trustworthy for someone else that's just how people are that's Mm -hmm. how things go um but it is interesting that you know you might catch yourself changing stories or like leaving parts out or choosing not to tell someone something because of how much 
or how little I guess you trust them yeah which is interesting that it just happens without you kind of thinking about it Mm -hmm. when it comes to people I absolutely think that trusting your gut over anything is the way to go I just think there's not really a way to logically reason people that is so prevalent and so strong that it's going to override your gut feeling and your intuition about a person and about what that relationship is or about like how much or how little you vibe with them I just don't think that there's like a way to logic yourself out of that and so I think that with people that's definitely a scenario where I'm all for trusting your gut I think in general I'm pretty pro trusting your gut because like I said before it just like as much as I like to overthink things sometimes and as much as I like to be indecisive and as much as my brain likes to like make lists and try to find logic and things and try to find the best solution I do believe at the end of the day, you know, deep down, that logic, even if something is like right logically and on paper, it still doesn't even mean that it's right for you because I just don't think that it always takes into account the human element in life. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to life changes, I think that that one has a bit more blurred lines with it because naturally there has to be some logic behind life choices. Like, what you do in your life like it has to be financially responsible for you right like you have to make sure that you have you know food and water and shelter and all of these basic necessities you can't like gut feeling your way out of those you can't ignore logic in a sense that's going to be like super financially irresponsible Mm -hmm. and not set you up to actually have a safe life but I also don't think that you should ever make a life choice based on logic alone because then what does that actually mean to you because at the end of the day Like, your life is not necessarily about the vanity of it to anybody else. It's not about the boxes that you check and following the path. Because really, what else matters in life if it doesn't feel good to you? Like, if you're not happy in your life, if it doesn't feel successful and fulfilling to you, then what does anything else matter? Even if, logically, like, you take the path that you're supposed to take, even if you choose the job that's going to make you the most money, even if you, you know, buy the apartment that you're supposed to buy and do all these things and you live in the place you're supposed to live, like, if you make these logical decisions, that doesn't mean anything if your life doesn't feel good to you. And so as much as logical reasoning has to be a part of it to make sure that you, you know, have safety and security in your life, I also think that you need to trust your gut when you make choices in your life for what is actually going to make you feel happy and fulfilled day to day, whether that's who you surround yourself with, whether that's the work you do, even if it means taking something a little riskier, you know, taking a riskier path or taking something for a little less pay initially, but it's so much more exciting to you and you see more mobility in it and you see more freedom in it and you're more excited about what it is. Or maybe it's moving to a completely different location just because like it feels right to you and you feel like you want the adventure of it you know there has to be an element of trusting your gut when it comes to making decisions about your life because you should also be making choices based on how your life feels rather than just the perception of it so I also think that when it comes to life if something feels right you should follow that because you can always turn around and change your mind later but if you're drawn to something in the moment it's for a reason which I think is a really good um like core belief to have that you can change your mind one not in the sense of I have no commitment to anything I can change my mind anytime but I'm going to commit fully to everything I do and understand that like if it runs its course and I want to change or need to change something like I'm okay with that and a lot of that I think comes down to once again confidence because when you are confident in yourself and your abilities and that trust of your intuition that's when you can fully support 
changing of ideas and make the most out of it so that you get the most out of what you're currently doing and get the most out of what you know you're changing your mind to go do mm-hmm. other than if you didn't do that you would half-ass both things and then just not get anything out of anything one example of us changing our mind was this last i don't even know what to call it the last fall semester semester, um fall of this year when we you know took time off of school to travel our initial plan was gonna we're gonna take the same time off of school and go to LA for that three months or for however long it was when you have big goals and a busy schedule like all girls with goals listeners do because that is exactly why we are here it can be so difficult to actually find time for wellness Even though it's a core value for all of us, small wellness habits can easily be buried by everything we have going on. This is why we have Fleur Marche. Fleur Marche delivers simple, quality, affordable wellness solutions for life's daily challenges. It's founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change, and their mission is to help you feel 100% every single day with fun and easy-to-understand plant-powered wellness products. Caroline and I have both been using the Fleur Marche Botanical Wellness Patches and have really, really enjoyed them because they're so easy and honestly so cool. They're different than a lot of the products I've used in the past for sleep, relaxation, focus, and relief, which are just some of the patches that Fleur Marche offers. Because they're both effective and fun, I think that's why I've been more intentional about this wellness habit with Fleur Marche because I actually enjoy using the patches. So go check out all the patches and all the products that Fleur Marche has for you and try them for yourself. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with the promo code GOALS at checkout. Go to f-l-e-u-r-m-a-r-c-h-e.com and use code GOALS for 20% off your first order. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply and work there we got so far into that like we were like oh do we need to ship our car like what's it like we were set on it like this is that's what we were gonna do until all of a sudden until we realized that we had the opportunity to use that three months super short amount of time um and we likely won't get three months just travel like that when you know who knows where we'll be in the next year next two years so we decided to capitalize on that and do exactly what we planned to do in LA, but just while traveling. And we then shifted and committed fully to that. So we were fully committed to like, we're going to take this time off of school and go to LA and like maximize being in that environment and connecting with new people because we've only spent most of our time on the East Coast with all the podcast stuff and connecting with, you know, people in this industry and in this area on the East Coast. So we thought that would be a really cool um an exciting opportunity out there so we ended up doing that but like all around the world and getting to visit some cool places and see some friends that we otherwise wouldn't have seen and it ended up being such a great choice and I think it was only a great choice because we committed fully to that and being okay with changing our minds had we had we said no we already chose that we're gonna do LA and we're gonna stay here and like we're gonna stay planted I don't know I mean obviously we didn't do it so I don't know how it played out but I think it would have felt that like 
oh, I'm missing out on something. I should have done something else. I should have taken the travel opportunity. And you could, you would have known that in the back of your head the whole time and it would have changed your experience and wouldn't let you fully appreciate being planted in one place doing that because we were being pulled to do the other, the travel thing. And it ended up being such a great choice and I'm very grateful that one, we did it and two, we were able to do it. Yeah, I think the first element of trusting our gut in that scenario was you know, deciding that it felt right to us to take a semester off of school to even begin with, even though that meant being in school for an extra semester than we both had planned in the beginning and taking, you know, a little bit different of a path and being okay with like doing something a little bit different because I know at least for me personally, the second that idea came in my head of like taking the time off, focusing on the podcast full time, taking the time to either go to LA and live with other people and meet new people or what ended up becoming travel. Like the second that idea came into my mind, it felt so right and it felt so aligned with like what I needed to do in my life that it almost became like, you know, a no brainer, not even a question. And I think that like when you feel that type of way about something, you just need to follow through with it and you need to do it like that is happening for a reason. And I can say that that time ended up being so fulfilling even coming back to school now like I feel so much more refreshed to be back in school again having taken that time I feel so much more clear about like what I want in my life and also just having had those experiences was so enjoyable and I grew so much from all of that and so I think the first trusting our gut was just taking that time off from the beginning but also having planned for so long that we were going to take that time and go to LA and then suddenly one day it just like didn't feel right and we trusted that and we said you know I know it's late in the game I know that this is what we've planned but traveling and doing our own thing is just feeling more right and so we trusted that and like I just can't imagine what would have happened if we didn't because it was at least for me it was like one of the best times of my life so far and so that was just a time where like you know choice after choice we just kind of trusted the gut and it really all ended up working out and at the end of the day you always can change your mind like even like not everything went perfectly according to plan in that scenario as well but like that's okay because it happened it was six months and like there are other opportunities to make other choices and change your mind and do more down the line and I know that now moving forward in my life like I don't even know what the next year ahead of me is going to look like I don't know where I'm going to be in two years I don't know where I want to live and exactly what I want to do after I graduate school but like I'm not stressing about it because I truly am trusting that like when the right thing falls into my lap and when I know I'm gonna know because I know that every other good decision that has happened for me before like I've had such a strong intuition about it when the situation has fallen into my lap and when the opportunity has presented itself like when I've known I've known and so all of these events happening before just has kind of led me to trust that as long as I you know keep working at what's in front of me and open myself up to opportunities and trust that the right one is going to come then when the right one does come it's going to feel right and I'll be able to trust my intuition with that. So hopefully this episode was pretty interesting for you guys in kind of being able to break down logical reasoning versus trusting your gut and also why we have these gut feelings and hopefully it motivates you to trust yourself and trust your gut a little bit more because in Catherine and I always say that building trust with yourself is like one of the most important parts to having a good relationship with yourself and building confidence being able to just trust your feelings and trust your decisions and so a huge part of that comes from listening to this intuition understanding why it happens and of course we wanted to bring in logical reasoning because you know you don't want to totally throw that out the window and there's absolutely a time and a place for that and I think it should be a little bit of a part of everything but You know, I really do believe that a lot of your life is about how you feel and trusting how you feel is such an important thing. So hopefully this was motivating for you guys to be able to trust yourself and make those choices in the future. 
and it was, you know, a pretty informative episode for you. Make sure you guys are following the podcast, Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen, and the podcast, TikTok, and Instagram, at Girls with Goals Pod, as well as our personals, adding Catherine Kaneen, at Caroline Kaneen. Those are all linked in the show notes below, so click on over if you want to check that out. The merch link is also in the show notes below if you want an Impress Yourself beanie and Impress Yourself hoodie, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.